I don't think there was a time I felt he didn't love me. There was a time I felt like maybe rebelling against my faith and just some of the teachings of the church. And I remember just being kind of restless, angry, um, probably in my 40s, late 40s. And maybe that was about 15 years ago, 15-something plus. And uh, But I remember just kind of coming and reading in the gospel about the Great Commission. You know, I give you the authority to the apostles, you know, to whatever you help men, sins bound. If not, you release, you know, that whole idea. And it was just like, you either believe that or you don't believe it. Uh, and so there's a point of turning back, um, embracing the church's teachings. Just coming back, and it was like a, a there's a restlessness and anger before, and there was more of a sense of settleness, relief, uh, calmness in coming back, you know. Yeah, I think every, uh, I tell you the truth, every, almost every morning I just wake with a sense of gratitude. Uh, I want to pray. There's like a sense I want to pray. Um, it may be a shorter prayer, but a lot of times it's sitting down, uh, whether meditating or reading. Uh, especially in the morning, I just get the sense of uh, God's mercy and just an internal... I think I think often of that the scripture I can't quote it exactly, but I you know I I, I stand at the door and knock, and if you open the Father and I will come and, and live within you know, come and sup with you. And I get that sense you know the like a, an indwelling of God, not like He's out there, but He is out there. So, but at the same time, through His Spirit, somehow some mysterious way He lives within, and He dwells, um, and He wants to be. He wants communion. And me I guess me to be aware of that communion, that inner dwelling. And uh especially in the morning. I tell you, I'm a, maybe I'm a morning person, but I love like being on the deck in the early morning. In fact, Tim gave me what's called a Rwana, which is a, a he when he was in Columbia he gave me a cape made of wool. And he said, You're the only guy I know that would wear this. He goes, and and uh, put up with the grief from your wife over it, you know. Because it looks like a it looks like a big poncho with a hood. It's, it's not wildly colored or anything like that. But I often use that in the colder weather to sit out on my deck. And I, I always try to be outside as much as I can and not in the house. Well, also being like walks in the woods, you know, a lot of times I golf, but I golf really just to be out with, in nature and to see the trees and the changes in the seasons. And it doesn't have to be a beautiful sunny day. There could be a rainy, cold uh harsh day in a way but it's there's still a sense of god i've always had that sense in nature too like um like almost like him sharing his masterpiece with us i was thinking uh actually my first communion i remember that day uh just feeling like a comfort a warmth a belief you know um just a rightness of that day just uh yeah, but it was more than just the external, you know, teaching or focus. But there was definitely a sense of God's love during that time, you know, leading up to it. And uh, 
and during the, the uh, service itself. I remember a kid punching me in the back because I, because um, I we were we had like you know big classes back then, and we were supposed to match with the girl coming out on the other side, and he thought I should be moving, and I said my my girl's not coming yet, you know, and uh, I waited, and I remember him punching me a couple of times violently in the back. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I felt I felt right in what I was doing. I thought, no, 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 it's not time now. I do. I always think, you know, it's, I told my kids this too. I said, look for the guy that's sitting alone at lunch or who's been ostracized from the crowd. Try to make them your friend or befriend them. Um, don't look to be popular or, um, you know, don't, don't worry about what other people say so much. And, uh, you know, look for the person that's less, maybe the, person that needs a friend or a, a kind word and reach out to them um, and uh, just share the gift that's been given to you and let it let it don't keep it in it's not and especially strangers you know like people that are uh, you don't know or um, maybe are different from you in some way and you may not be drawn to them you know maybe they're not handsome or pretty but they all have a need uh, you know, it's kind of funny. My son Andrew just uh, found a letter I wrote to him in, about six years ago. It was about a guy I met in a restaurant. So I travel a lot for work. He was a young guy, and he, I, Andrew said he, what I related to him was kind of interesting. But it doesn't hit me as just just one instant, but it kind of did illustrate it. I kind of wrote in his letter to Andrew, like, I I, I, uh, I know this guy was just very down and very discouraged, and I... I uh, I left the restaurant and then I went back in. I prayed for him, and I went back in and, and uh, just shared. I don't know if the love of Christ or just I don't know if it was that explicit. I don't remember, the, the, but I remember the guy patting me on the back, saying, "You're a good man. Thank you for coming back in and and giving me those kind words." And uh, and it was just like you know, meeting a complete stranger at times, and maybe maybe. Probably the bigger challenges in my own life, you know, learning to love the people in your own family, like live, especially as a, a married, learning to love your wife, even with all the many struggles. And we've been together 36 years, but it's like, it's probably been my greatest challenge is learn, learning to show her love when I'm not feeling, you know, particularly inspired. But doing the right thing, um, asking forgiveness. Yeah, I, I I do have a tendency. My wife says I only do one thing consistently in life, and that's make coffee. And Tim was standing in the kitchen when she said that to me, and he goes, oh, Mom, that's cold. And I said, no, Tim, that's probably true. I don't have a lot of consistency in the way I do things. I'm pretty ADD, and I do, I, I, you know, I don't do a lot of things simple. But I do have a tendency upon waking is seeking the quiet and, uh, and uh, seeking God in the early morning, and uh, just like that—that that sense of Him living eternally, greeting Him, praising Him, thanking Him, being grateful, uh, asking for courage—you know, asking for uh, the graces I need to live. But there's always a consistency in the morning. I wish I had it more in the evening too. But some, it doesn't always—not as consistent 
consistent in the evening. I got a battle. I say battle more discouragement in the evening, like maybe things didn't go well at work or, um, or in the family. But it's like I do. I I almost sense that His mercies are new every morning, and I remember that. That's probably one of my favorite scriptures. And um, I'm, I'm just more aware of that every morning to pray and to seek His face. Um, communion with Him. Yeah. I would say get away from the crowd, get away from what, try to free yourself as much as you can from what other people think of you and really seek God in the quiet and whatever wrong you've done, you can be forgiven. Seek his mercy um, because he'll definitely give that to you if you seek him. Um, but he'll probably only give it to you when you stop and you get quiet because if you keep running and trying to fill your life with noise or things, possessions, you can fill that only so long. But sometime in the dark of the night or, you know, the early morning, you're going to sense, there'll be a sense that you can be free. And he will give you that freedom. He will honor that. If only you'll see Thank you.